Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
My goodness, another beautiful song by Tamla Mann, My, 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 um, Take Me to the King. I thought that was, um, you know, wow, 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 and it is. Uh, but this song that God will provide, you can feel the anointing on it just like her other songs. Good morning. This is Morning Glory. I'm Apostle Darlene, and I'm a witness just like you that God will provide. Hallelujah. Uh, sometimes he doesn't come in the way that we think or we expect. Hallelujah. Um, so many of us have the testimonies that we look at our bank account and we go, huh? Because <laughs> we know, I don't really have that in there, glory to God. Just like when I went to get my car, glory to God, and the first car dealer was like, mm-mm, this credit is a mess, blah, blah, blah. And then the next car dealer said, wow, you don't have anything. You know, it was wiped clean. Our daddy is able, hallelujah. I had no idea how I was going to do what I was going to do. But that's why I put up on the post yesterday, um, glory to God, that uh, God got this. Let God do his job. He doesn't need any help. And so many times we waste a lot of time staying up and, and crying and begging and all that. And God has another way. He that soweth in tears shall reap in joy. Many of us have been crying, hallelujah, and God saying, come on now, morning is coming. The Bible lets us know that weeping may endure for a night, but that joy is coming in the morning. And for many of us, it's morning time. You know, a lot of times we've done, especially those of us that we do it from our heart, not to be seen of men, not so that someone can pat us on our back, not even so that we can get brownie points with God, but we just do things for others and, and we sow and you forget about it. And then the next thing you know, you reap in a harvest that you forgot you had even planted because you did it because you didn't uh, close up your bowels of compassion. You did it because you saw a need and you knew that uh, you could um, fix it or fill the need. And so then when your need comes up, hallelujah, God will send somebody, hallelujah. I don't know how many times I've met people on Facebook that are watching me, glory to God. That's why I've told you guys a million times, and some of you have listened, and that's a good thing, uh, to make your posts um, and make your uh, page public, hallelujah. You got the blocking feature if someone acts crazy, but what happens is um, sometimes the friends of your friends that you're, they're not your friend, they get on your page as well, and, and they can get blessed. And I've met so many people that I couldn't have met uh, in the natural uh, because of Facebook. I met some people, hallelujah, uh, that are in uh, 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 high places, and I met some people that are in very, very low places, and they're going through. When I got up this morning, I had a message from this young man asking me, could I please pray for him again? I don't remember praying for him the first time. Hallelujah. But that's what I'm saying. As I'm praying for other people on Facebook that I don't know, a guy got people praying for me. Come on now. What you sow, you'll reap. And so I pray for him again. Hallelujah. And I'm going to keep praying for him because someone's going to pray for my son and someone's going to pray for my daughter and my grandchild. Hallelujah. And for this ministry and for me. Hallelujah. And so as we sow, we'll reap because that's how God provides. That's how he set it up, that we would be helpers one to another. One of my dear friends that uh, lives in Jersey that I've known many years, uh, we had a talk last night, 
And I had no idea of the miracle that God had given her. She's going to come on Hour of Power and tell her own testimony. Hallelujah. I'm not going to tell her. I'm going to give her, I'm giving her two days. Glory to God. If she don't tell it. You already know. I'm going to tell it. Hallelujah. And I'm sure she won't mind. But I'm saying that God is doing some miraculous things. When you're walking with him and you're trusting him, hallelujah, he'll open up doors that no man can close. And the doors that our daddy opens up for us, they're not doors that we can open. Come on now. Hallelujah. Uh, They're usually doors that it doesn't even make sense. And he provided uh, for this young lady. And I told her, please, uh, last night, uh, please make sure that you tell the other people. Because there's people on this line that are going through some of the same similar things that she's going through. Hallelujah, including myself. But we have to know that God has a way. Hallelujah. He has people uh, that that's what they do is bless people. That's their job in the kingdom. Everybody's not called to the fivefold ministry. Glory to God. But God has some people that are part of helps. And some people just come. I remember I was talking to my bishop recently, and I was telling him that um, of the need that he had. I said, somebody, God can send somebody right inside your church, glory to God, and give you an offering, hallelujah, that can uh, take care of everything you need for a year. You got to believe that. You can't be looking to, you know, always to, you know, the people that are there or this or that or what it looks like. No, no, no. We have to have that kind of faith that somebody can come in and make it better because God has people in the kingdom set up just for that. Just like this, United States of America, uh, the way the government goes, we have certain uh, uh, groups that are, are that are in charge of our Social Security, our Medicaid, all different things. And if we as men and women have enough sense to make sure that we're providing for the citizens of the United States of America, do you really believe that God and his infinite wisdom and mercy would make sure that he provided for the citizens of his kingdom? Yeah, we're in the United States, but that's not where we are. The Bible says we're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And so we're seated, hallelujah, in another kingdom. And that kingdom, hallelujah, is not broke. Hallelujah. Our daddy's not somewhere trying to figure out, well, I just hope everything works out okay so, you know, I can provide for the earth. No, no, no. Our daddy's walking on streets paved with gold. That's why many of us, hallelujah, we get those uh, uh, those uh, sparkles and those uh, uh, pieces of gold on us. Many of you have had that happen. Hallelujah. Including myself, the other day I looked, and I said, wait a minute, where's this gold coming from? I don't have any glitter or anything. I saw it on my bed. I saw it on my, uh, uh, my nightgown. I'm like, wow, thank you, Jesus. That was just him reminding me, child, I walk on gold. You worrying about taking care of this bill or that bill? I got you. And so I thank God, hallelujah, that he reminds us God will provide. The Bible says that uh, he shall supply all our needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. He tells us that in Philippians. Hallelujah. I can't remember. I believe it's 4 and 18, but, you know, I'm not going to say it because she's a little bit tired because midnight cry was all that and some more. I was so blessed by the prayers of the righteous that people would stay up. See, what happens when you really want something for God, you're going to do what it takes to get it. A lot of times, hallelujah, when we was running behind these men and these women and blah, 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 we did what we had to do to uh, to make sure that uh, we kept our relationships correct with them. Come on now. We was up late sometime uh, on the phone or ministering to them or whatever. Hallelujah, we was up early in the morning cooking breakfast. Come on. She was just being real. And we would do that for someone that's flesh and blood like us. How much more would we uh, give our time and, and our uh, talent and our attention to the Most High God who died, hallelujah, that we would live? 
How much more time will we give to someone that loves us unconditionally? Because many of those people that we ran behind, come on, they loved us as long as we were doing what they needed us to do. And when we stopped doing what they wanted us to do, we ain't hear from them anymore. Hallelujah. But here is this God, hallelujah, that loves you unconditionally, that loves you even when you're acting unlovely. Hallelujah. And and so if we would uh, press in and do that for others, I believe that we should do even more for our God. Hallelujah. I know that God gives us wisdom, and I know that um, we need rest. I'm not saying that's not true. But I'm also saying that there's some time that you got to sacrifice the same way you sacrifice for those children and the same way you sacrifice for those uh, men and women that you love. Give more of a sacrifice to your daddy. Hallelujah. Give him the first fruits, just like we do in the morning. We give him the beginning of our day. We start off our day saying, Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you every day. I need you. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee because I need thee. And we have enough sense, hallelujah, in this ministry to know that we need him. We can't do anything without him. Many ministries have flopped and fallen because they started doing things the way the world does it. They started getting in more programs, and they even started having uh, people come in with uh, PR, you know, um, that, you know, uh, keep your name out there and, and show you how to do this and, and show you how to uh, get a certain amount of people in your church. And we started doing that, and we started having programs uh, that um, started getting so worldly that you couldn't tell the difference when you got in the church uh, from being out there in the world, glory to God. We started inviting celebrities to come in and get in our pulpits, glory to God, and many of them contaminated our pulpits because they weren't holy and they were touching the holy thing. Ah, Ah, A couple of years ago, I was going to ask someone I know and love uh, to come and sing at a place that I was doing. And Holy Ghost said, no, you love her, but she's not ready to do that. Not in the sacred, uh, not behind the sacred desk. And I had to shut her in. I had to say, okay, Lord. And so I never even asked them. But I'm saying that some people would have just, oh, I, I know a big name and they're going to draw people. So I'm going to bring them. No, Crescende Shabbat, uh, we must know, hallelujah, that God has a way uh, that uh, the enemy uh, uh, doesn't have. And so a lot of times we're trying to build our house and our, our foundation uh, the way the world builds it. But no, we must learn that God said that there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end of that way is death and destruction. And so when you hear about mega churches being built and you see all the people, and then you hear that the pastor is having sex with the boys or, you know, he died of an overdose or this or that, and you wonder, Lord, but it looks like, uh-huh, it looks like, uh, just like ha- many of us have gotten some apples, and they look good, and then when you get to the middle, uh, uh, there's a worm in it, or it's it's brown on the inside. Everything that looks good is not good, and so now we're learning, hallelujah, that we're going to do it your way, Father. You said that you would provide, and the way you provide, hallelujah, is as a man soweth, so shall he also reap. God, you said that if uh, he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing and, and, and obtains favor from the Lord. So we're not going to run out, hallelujah, uh, trying to get some man to marry us uh, with our breasts out. Come on, she's just being real. It's early in the morning. She don't have time to try to sugarcoat it. I'm just being real. Or, uh, you know, our, our stuff's so tight that we can't hardly walk. Hallelujah. We have a heel so high that we've got to uh, break our ankles. 
No, no, no. That's not how you get a husband. That's how you get somebody. Do you know? Do you know? Uh, uh, but that's not how you get a husband. And so then those of us that God blessed us with a husband, uh, then now we must uh, uh, be like that virtuous woman. I know it sounds corny, but no, we got to get in Proverbs 31 and read what God calls a virtuous woman. And we got to be that woman. Hallelujah. If we want to keep what God's given us. Mm. We learn how we have to learn how to close our lips. Because ah. what I found, I don't know about you, I found out that what I won't do, somebody else will. Hallelujah. As much as I went through with my husband, I still sometimes think about something that he said to me. And, I, and one thing he said to me, and he was, oh, my God. And you all already know because you all have heard the stories. But one day he said to me, he said, I'm in love. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I'm in love with this girl, and uh, her name is Teresa. I'm like, ew. And then I, ew. And anyway, uh, the bottom line was, this is what he said to me. He said, well, I love her because <laughs> she don't call me stupid. Now, Teresa was a crackhead, glory to God. But I, it, it, it stuck with me because it showed me that with everything that he was going through, there was still something I needed to tighten up in. And I was wrong to call him stupid. Even if he acted stupid and did stupid things, I still shouldn't have called him stupid because that must have bothered him and it bothered him so much that he was looking for him for somebody that wasn't calling him stupid. And so together, you know, it didn't work out, you know, blah, blah, blah. They went through what they went through because, you know, uh, they couldn't help each other. It was uh, two of them walking together, falling in a ditch. But the bottom line, what I'm trying to say is that even in uh, when we're dealing with people that, you know, aren't that great, uh, they still can tell us some stuff, and there's still some stuff that we can do. Hallelujah. And so I learned, you know, Darlene, uh, next time you get you a husband, <laughs> even if he's acting real stupid, don't say that. Amen. She's teaching this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Women, we can't say everything we think. Men, same thing for you. Hallelujah. When God blesses you with that woman, hallelujah, that you know, hallelujah, that God gave you, uh, love her. Love her like Christ loved the church. And women, when we get these men's Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, uh, making us pull our last hair out of our head. Uh, still, let's use wisdom and let's read uh, Proverbs, not just read it, but let's meditate on it and learn, hallelujah, uh, to be a woman that God uh, 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 wants us to be, uh, not what the world tells us. Child, don't take that from him. Don't you take Let him know. Uh-uh. Now, uh-uh. No, we got to learn what God's saying about it. Hallelujah. Don't take all this advice uh, from um Susie and them, because Susie and them, they ain't got nobody, and some of them just hoping that you do get rid of him, uh, and you don't know why. Mm, hallelujah. Glory to God. And it's not because I watch Maury, because I don't watch, watch Maury anymore. I just know, and you know too. Hallelujah. And so we're learning that God will provide, but as he's providing, he gives us wisdom. Hallelujah. And so we're learning how to walk upright. We're learning how to do the things he said. We're learning how to live in the kingdom of his dear son, not this world's uh, kingdom, because this world's kingdom is a mess. Look at them. They're cutting themselves. They're shooting up with stuff. Uh, they're doing everything that's uh, killing their own selves, and they're calling it on um, being happy. They're calling it on um, being free and doing what they want and, and having freedoms. It hurts me to my heart that uh, a lot of these women that are marching uh, for rights, glory to God, they're marching for the right uh, to kill another woman baby. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. 
I don't have no problem with birth control, but I don't think that abortion should be birth control. If you had an abortion, you know I'm not uh, trying to throw off on you. Uh, God's forgiven you. Uh, Hallelujah. You know why. God knows why. And it's okay because those babies are in heaven. Amen. And they're not going to have to go through what you and I have to go through. So I'm not saying that. Hallelujah. I have to be so careful because sometimes you say things and and people think you're talking about them. No, it's not that. I'm just saying what's right. Hallelujah. And God, um, uh, he has a way that's right. And the world has a way that's right. And we're learning as we're getting closer to him and we're maturing in him that we want to do it his way. Amen. And we all on the potter's wheel. Trust me, I'm dizzy. Hallelujah from being on this wheel. And I'm not off yet. And so pray for Apostle if uh, you see something that you don't like or you see uh, an area that I need prayer in, pray for me. It's the same way I'm praying for you so we can all run this race with patience and we can all get to the uh, finish line. Hallelujah. And hear Jesus say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen. So um, Heidi's talking about um, Jesus on the street. Ah, that sounds like us in Atlanta. We're going to be Jesus on the streets. Yes, we are. We're not just going to gather and, and get all, you know, a bless just for us. No, no, no. Then after what we get, uh, that anointing, we're going to take it to the streets. Hallelujah. Roland and I lived in London for 12 years and started a church among the poor and homeless. We would regularly go out onto the streets and encounter those living in rough situations. One day we met a man who had AIDS. He was an educated man who formerly had a good job, but he had lived a crazy, promiscuous lifestyle and eventually gotten sick. While he was in the hospital receiving treatment, squatters had come and occupied his apartment. In the U.K., it's illegal to simply throw them out, and they refused to live. Eventually, he was forced out of his home. Then he lost his job because of his long absences due to his sickness. So he was homeless, sleeping on the street. The people who passed by treated him worse than an animal. It was not uncommon for people walking by at night to stop and urinate on him. He would get beaten up for no reason. This was the condition in which we found him. We stopped for him. We talked to him, held him, and just loved on him. Oh, Jesus. He told us he had been contemplating suicide because he couldn't face living that way any longer. We saw him often and always stopped to speak to him and share God's love. We told him he could stop by our home anytime he needed to get food. He wasn't particularly receptive to us. Then one day he appeared on our doorstep. He had set out to end his life one day, but as he was about to do so, he kept hearing a voice in his head saying, Your Redeemer lives. Your Redeemer lives. He had come by to ask us what this meant, as he thought we might know. He had just met me. He had just met Jesus on the street right there, and then we prayed with him, and he received the love of God into his life. Through the simple act of stopping for this man, Jesus was able to reach in and touch his heart. Never underestimate what God can do with our simple acts of obedience. And that's what we were just talking about a little while ago. Hallelujah. That there's a way that seemeth right, but when we obey and do God, do things God's way, uh, there's a, a a reward, glory to God. Ah, ah. We would be surprised at the people that um we see every day. We don't know what they're going through. Our uh, 
overseer for Midnight Cry, Prophetess Chastity. She tells her testimony, how she lived in her car. I got someone right now in our ministry that's living in his car. Even our sister Regina, she'll tell you that when when I first met her, uh, that she was homeless as well. And to see her go from that to where she is now, I kept pursuing her because, you know, she didn't want to be bothered. And she'll tell you, you know, I would say, you know, what's going on? And, you know, she would be quick and short and didn't want to say anything. But I'm so glad that I pursued her. I'm so glad that many of you that, you know, have an attitude sometimes because I'm pursuing you because I see what God has for you. I'm so glad that I pursued her. And I will continue to do that as long as there's breath in my body. If God sends me to someone and they don't want to hear it, all I can do is shake the dust off my feet and keep on going. But I'm going to always pursue, and I'm going to pursue the people that some people think that, why is she bothering with that person? And have I gotten hurt behind pursuing some people? Absolutely, because hurt people hurt people. But it's okay uh, for that one, hallelujah, that does remain, for that one that makes Jesus their choice and becomes everything that God's called them to be, it's worth it. And same thing for you. I know that many times you try to befriend people or, or say something nice or be nice to people, and it seems like those are the people that treat you the worst. But if God's told you uh, to love on that person, you keep loving on them. Glory to God. But one other thing I'm finding, when he says it's enough, hallelujah, then it's enough. Shake the dust off your feet and keep it moving. But in the meantime, we're going to do things his way. We're going to love the way he loves. We're going to do what he does so that we can have good results and so that he can be pleased with our life. And when any time we put him first, trust and believe this, he handles the things that we need to be done. Amen? Whew. Our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus, we come first of all, we just want to say thank you. God, we thank you for this day, thankful Thursday. God, we're thankful for life, health, and strength. God, we know that there's nothing too hard for you. And, Father, you taught us to pray. You told us that men ought to always pray and not faint. And for those of us that feel like fainting and giving up, that means we need to pray a little bit more. We need to give you praise, Father, because when we praise you, Father God, hallelujah, even the angels in heaven come and praise you with us. And so, Father, I thank you for strength on this line. I thank you for a, a, a spirit of tenacity that we shall not give up. We're not going back. We're not looking to the left or to the right, but we're looking unto you, the author and finisher of our faith. God, help us to keep our focus and our minds stayed on you. You said you'd keep them in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on you. And for those of us that have to make decisions and we don't know which way to go, until you show us what to do, God, help us to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Help us to ask you for wisdom, Father God, that you would show us what to do and how to do. I thank you for those of us that lack wisdom, that we'll start reading the book of Proverbs, because Solomon, hallelujah, he had wisdom. He asked for it, and you gave it to him. And that same wisdom, hallelujah, is still the same today, glory to God. The things that you said to Solomon, glory to God, you're still saying to us. And so, God, I thank you that everyone on this line, that you're making provision for them, God will provide. He's a provider. One of his names is Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah. Uh, the Lord, our supplier. Glory to God. The Lord, our provider. You are a provider. Help us never to forget that. Help us not to think that we know so much and how you're going to do it. No, no, no. Help us not to look to the government system as a way of provision. Father, those things are set in place, but we're part of another kingdom, a heavenly kingdom, and you promised to take care of your children. You said that you would. You said that each day you would give us our daily bread. And so I'm thanking you for that, Father, because hallelujah, 
Uh, you've done that. You've been faithful. And so, Lord, I'm thanking you even now, Father God, for this day that we're setting aside to consecrate, to pray three times, and to look to you because we know, Father God, that you hear your children's cry. You said you incline your ear to them. And so we're thanking you in advance for that. God, please don't forget Jerusalem. Lord, bless her with peace. Don't forget your people all across this world that have need of you, Father. So much turmoil and confusion, but, God, you're still the answer to a sin-sick world. And so, Father, we ask all these things in the name of Jesus the Christ, and we're calling them done. Amen and amen. Meet me at 8 o'clock, family, and at noon, and again, again, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we're going to be praying. You already know, Thankful Thursday is such a blessing. You'll be refreshed and strengthened. God bless you. Have a great day.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.